0: Blog Talk Radio.
1: Well, good evening, everybody, and welcome to the first edition of The Green Room. Uh, I'm Mike Galloway, your host. Yeah, it's a little American idiot on there. Just, uh, yeah, that was the first song I could think of. <laughs> so, uh, welcome. Uh, hopefully, everybody can hear me okay. I'm uh, first time doing this. Uh, after doing years and years of radio, uh, I, I should be used to this, but it's a whole new world now, so uh you know i'm i'm excited about doing it I'm, and i've got a lot of friends that are listening in all across the u.s so thank you very much for listening in uh first of all i just uh, i named the show we're all in this together kind of uh it is my little take on high school musical uh you know but also that it's it's a kind of a theater thing and a community thing and um the reason i'm doing this show uh you know is because i've grew up in community theater back in Michigan and I went to college for it and I, and I did a lot of stuff between janitor and acting and running theaters that I just, I love community theater. I love what it stands for. I love what it does. Uh, And so I thought, well, I want, I want something to do. I get bored sometimes at night, go figure. And so this is what I figured I'd put together. So um, we're gonna do this every Monday night, 10 o'clock. Uh, we'll be here, Blog Talk Radio in the green room. And uh, for some of you that don't know, they're like, why in the hell did you call it the green room? Well, definition, of course, of the green room is a room in a theater or a studio which performers can relax when they're not performing. So basically, when my guests call in or when we're talking. I want everybody kind of relaxed and just kind of chilling out with us. So um, we're going to talk a lot of different things coming up in the, uh, in the program. Um, like tonight, I want to give, give you a little brief background of myself. Uh, we're going to talk a little bit about uh, some upcoming shows that we'll be doing and some of our guests. Uh, we'll have a guest tonight, um, and uh, we're just going to chat and talk. And I think if I do this right, and if you're listening, if you have questions, you can actually call in, and I can take I can take callers. Uh, if you call five one six three eight seven one seven nine nine, I can take callers, and we'll try it. If it doesn't work this week, my apologies. I'm still learning. So five one six three eight seven one seven nine nine, and uh, you know uh, I can take calls, and we'll talk about we'll talk we'll call we'll talk we'll have some coffee. So basically, um, for those who don't know me, that you're logging on right now going, who the hell is this guy? Uh, My name's Mike Galloway. I've been involved with theater pretty much all my life. Um, Born in Chicago, uh, grew up in northern Michigan, been involved with theater forever. Uh, I was very honored to be able to go to the American Musical and Dramatic Academy, AMDA, in New York, and uh, I've been running theaters as executive directors, artistic directors, uh, I am uh, right now currently the Artistic Director for Twin City Squared in Champaign, Illinois. And I'm very proud of it. Uh, we just closed our first season, and I couldn't be happier with what we produced and, and put out there. So uh, I've done that. Um, so I'm, I'm very just, I'm honored and grateful for what I've done. I've been uh, the Vice President of the Community Theater Association of Michigan, uh, I've been an avid supporter and uh, on the board and representatives for the American Association Theater, um, so I've I've gotten well-rounded in the community theater world, and I just I I thoroughly love it and enjoy it. And for anybody that can get involved in it, then I I really give you a hearty ho. So um, so yeah. So with that being said, that's me, and welcome to my show, and I hope you guys have some fun. We're just here just to shoot the crap and enjoy and talk about some great stuff. And like I said, tonight's pretty much uh, our our topic is community theater and how important is it to, you know, your community. And um, so just a little bit, uh, our first guest will be Garth Gersten, who is actually my partner, at Twin City Squared, he's our executive director and uh, creator of the theater company, and uh, we're gonna have him a little bit and uh, talk with him about you know his thoughts of community theater and why he got in it and and uh, and stuff like that. Um, also, we just want to remind you don't forget that uh, you can follow us on Facebook at uh, you know Facebook.com the Green Room Two T W O. Uh, we'll post stuff on there and, uh, it'll just be a lot of fun. You can follow us on Twitter at, uh, use guys. that's my, uh, these guys entertainment. So if you go Y-O-U-Z-G-I-Z-E-N-T, uh, you can follow us on Twitter. And, um, speaking of what we were talking about earlier about the different shows we're doing, uh, where I'm putting together, uh, some, hopefully some fun stuff for everybody to be able to listen to. And, uh, And enjoy and uh so we're gonna be talking to some upcoming shows we'll be including putting it together uh the different things on how to put a show together what to do how to do it uh you know the basic you know things that a lot of people don't think about when they want to put on a show and that's for theater people that have done it or some people that have been doing it for years and miss things. So we always like to give other people's opinions on it. So you know, I'll be talking about what the do's and don'ts about putting a show together. Um, another one, and I'm hoping, I'm hoping, I'm hoping uh, to get a, a guest for this one. Uh, there's a certain person. Uh, we're going to do one down the, in a couple of weeks called Volunteers and How Important They Are. And if you've never been involved in theater or community theater, volunteers is the number one most important thing I think uh, when you're when you're doing community theater and uh, Mary Jo Denoff, who I'm uh, thoroughly indebted to, uh, she's one of my great buds from Grand Rapids, Michigan, and she's been uh, she's works the volunteer coordinator for Grand Rapids Civic, and she is the number one go-to person for anything that has to do with volunteers. So uh, we're hoping to have her on the show and talk about the importance of, of volunteers and, and trust me, they are very important. Uh, and then another show, uh, you know, picking a smart season, uh, pick shows that are, you know, good for you and maybe not good for you. Different shows do well with different places. Um, so, you know, we'll be talking about that. And then of course the lights are bright on Broadway. And uh, for those of you, some know, I have some friends in high places and um, we've chatted with them already before. And we're going to be bringing them on the show in, uh, in weeks to come. So we're going to have a lot of fun. Okay. So with that being said, I think I've chatted long enough. Uh, but I'm going to bring on and I'm going to see if this works. Uh, again, don't forget, if you want to call in and, and ask questions or uh, shoot the stuff. Uh, Chicago's up 3-1, by the way. Uh, <laughs> yes, average sports fan and theater buff. You don't get many people like me around. Um, if you do want to call in, and uh, and you certainly can, 516-387-1799. Um, I think what we'll do is we will, and if I can do this right, uh, we're going to bring in uh, Garth Gersten, who is my partner at Twin Cities Squared. And if I push the right button, Garth, you should be on. Uh, welcome aboard, Mike. Hey, hey, there you are. It does work. <laughs> Well, thanks for being. Uh, Garth had no choice of being my first guest. I kind of threw it out. I kind of threw it to him, but uh, I do appreciate you coming on, Garth, and, and talking. This is pretty much going to be just an everyday occurrence with Garth and I. We're, we're just, but we're just letting everybody else listen to us in our conversations. <laughs> Well, not, uh, real quick, completely. thanks again for for joining. And uh, I'm not sure on delays and stuff, so we'll be we'll be testing this very well. But uh, real quick, uh, why don't you let everybody know, kind of you know your theater you know background or your love, and uh, and we can kind of go from there. Well, my theater background is from my
0: family. My grandmother was actually a community theater actor, mumbly-mumbly uh, years ago, uh, <laughs> and so. What she actually did was uh, they're out in Los Angeles. Los Angeles ran a uh, the, the Civic Light Opera uh, Theater uh, downtown, which put on uh, Broadway-style productions, Broadway-level productions back in the days when there weren't as many touring touring companies. And they have, all, of course, all these actors out in Los Angeles. So they would put mm-hmm. on uh, top uh, theaters. So she got tickets, uh, season tickets, uh, early sometime in the 50s when they were starting up. And she, uh, they gave her seats at the back of the orchestra. She wrote them a letter saying that her husband couldn't hear. So she had third row setter seats. And that's where I first started going to theater was third row setter seats, uh, (laughs) big musicals in Los Angeles. And the first musical that I recall going to see was My Fair Lady uh, with Douglas Fairbanks Jr. as Henry Higgins. And that was sort of... uh, that was uh, that's where I was uh, taken after that. Uh followed that up with a uh George M with starring Joel Gray and I once upon a time had an autograph from Joel Gray somewhere and all the moves has has disappeared. So my mother would take make sure we had we were in the house with all the cast recordings that played constantly in the house. Uh when we moved to St. Louis, my parents got tickets to the Loretta Hilton Repertory Theater, it's at Webster. But Webster University now um, and we would go see shows there and I'd see shows that were beyond my age but was taken out. We'd go see the shows at the Muni out in in Forest Park. Uh, we'd sit in the free seats all the way in the back which was a, is a great deal and a great place and a tradition that uh, I have started up again uh, since we've moved into uh, Payne. So that's sort of a where it was. I kind of uh, also predated uh, the old Sirius XM Broadway channel when I was a radio disc jockey in college. I, I got started out with a 2 a.m. to 6 a.m. shift. <laughs> Me so, too. That, from, was
1: my, that was my first, mine was midnight to 6, so I, I definitely feel that.
0: <laughs> so uh, the general rule was uh, I would have phone calls from 2 to 4 and Five thirty to six. So from four to five, I would play a different cast album every week uh, and sort of give a little narration of what was going on based on the liner notes. And occasionally people would call in and they were really, they were, they were literally thrilled by it. So, uh, so that's sort of how my love of theater uh, theater started. Uh, it's not unusual when I take a trip to New York or to London or even any place else, uh, that we look for local theater and we try to get tickets uh, and and go see shows. So recently, I was in London uh, and saw eight shows in six days. So that's kind of a <laughs> kind of a, and some of that I haven't finished it. But I've, if you look at my uh, blog, which is Theater Flats Blog uh, Blogspot dot com, uh, you can see some uh, some of my reports about some of the shows that I've seen and and views in in London. And so. But one plug for the Art Theater on this coming October 15th, 16th, we'll be showing a National Theater Lives production of the Three Penny Opera, mm. uh, the Bertel Brecht uh, and Kurt Weil uh, show, which I saw in London. Uh, it's a new translation by the person who wrote, uh, who did uh, the stage adaptation of The Curiousness of the Dog in the Nighttime. And I have to say, the show is absolutely bonkers. Uh, it is a lot of fun, it is wild. Uh, they advertise it as being immoral and lewd behavior. And they were not talking about a presidential candidate. Uh, <laughs> but you can cert- you can certainly see some of that in this, uh, this production at the, the theater company at, at the, at the movie theater. So what so was one that, of the
1: favorite shows you got to see that last round? The last round by actually my favorite show uh, was probably a new play called the truth. Uh,
0: by the author of The Father, which won all these Tony Awards. It's actually kind of a very light French farce about two couples, and uh, they're all, you know, there's adultery going on, it's very French. It's like uh, the old French movie, Cousin Cousine, and the American version of that, Cousins. Um, it's very witty, uh, very well acted. Uh, it was only about 90 minutes, no, in, no interval, because if we were in London, it was the interval, not an intermission. Uh, and it was just a lot of it was a lot of fun to watch these characters interact, and you saw the same incidents from different perspectives as people talked about it and uh it was just just it was a terrific uh it was a terrific evening at the theater uh my lovely bride uh thought uh the production of beautiful the Carol King story was the best thing we saw, and
1: it was really good too
0: but uh I was kind of partial to uh the truth
1: so <laughs> So what, what uh talking about um community theater, um what made you wanna get involved with with it? Well,
0: I mean, we would go see uh touring shows and then uh as my daughter uh my first daughter Maya uh started growing up, she was doing a lot of ballet and dance and we thought okay, well she'll wanna do she'd like she'd like we of course introduced her to theater and DVDs and VHS tapes of certain shows that we had that were age appropriate. In fact, she just she lived for the she lived for the Cats VHS. Um, uh, and what eventually happened was uh, we got so tired of watching it with her that we we told her that one day we would take her to New York to see Cats. That was when Cats was first playing. <laughs> And we thought Cats is forever. That's not a problem, right? We've got plenty of time. Uh, about a month later, New York Times reports Cats is closing in six months. She's five years. She's five years old, and we don't know what to do. Will she? Can we fly up there, pay the money, and see the show? Will she sit through it? And um, and she did. But then she she started doing uh, youth theater, and we got involved with youth theater in North Carolina, and I was. Um, just on the outskirts. And I talked to the the directors, a couple, she performed in a storefront theater. She performed in a a children's theater. She performed at a local community theater that had been around like little theater on the square for 70 years called uh, Mm -hmm. Raleigh little theater. And so she was really active. And so when we moved to here to Shambana, uh, she wanted to stay with theater. And so, we put her in. She did some shows at, at uh, Champagne urbana Theater Company, and then with Bright Lights, and then the people at Bright Lights, uh, I was talking to them about suggestions, yeah. and here are things that I've seen. Here are some great things they do, and they said, hey, Garth, why don't you direct the show? Because <laughs> uh, uh, I'm a trained lawyer. I'm not a trained director. I've <laughs> just seen a lot of shows, and I know what I like. Um, so I did, and that first show was called "Humpty Dumpty is Missing." We had 34 kids and one adult. Um, wow! And it was a, it was a huge hit. Uh, we I, I, we did a, two school shows. We had over 300 people each show. We had a Friday night adult show that we had almost 150 people at, which was just which was just which was just shocking. But all but oh was really what was great was that the kids in the show really bonded together. They really became friends outside of that show and remained friends um, throughout their years in school. And they're still friends uh, as they've gone off to, to college. So uh, it's it just saw the value of, of a community theater actually bringing people together from different walks of life uh, mm-hmm. from different socioeconomic Uh, parts of the community. I mean, it gives them a chance to connect with, with something else, something different, something that means something to them. And that also, you know, enriches it, enriches a community. I mean, I'm a really strong believer that the arts enriches a community. Uh, You know, even if you're not going to every concert at Cranert, you know, you can, right. Right. You have the opportunity to go, to go see a show at Cranert. Even if you're living in, uh, if you're living in Chicago, uh, you may not go see the opera, lyric opera, but it's important that there because you might ha- you might want to go to one and to have it available to there to check it out, and I think that's what community theater does is it gives that opportunity for people uh, to see to see things to see their friends, see their neighbors, and things uh, other than they normally see them uh, uh, to let to let to let themselves go. I mean, we all you know, you know that. Uh, the movie "Waiting for Guffman" is uh, some of us. Some people think it's a, uh, a comedy. Uh, many of us think it's a documentary because uh, we know every single person that's, that's in that movie. We've met them in right. the, uh, the theater in theater things. Uh, so it's important, uh, particularly when you're even when you're in a, in a smaller community like Shambana, even with the university to have these outlets and to have everybody have, be able to, to, to join in. And we're just blessed in this, in Shambana with some amazingly talented people who give of their, oh, yes. their time, who give of their, their time and volunteer to put on these, these, these shows, uh, in, in town, and of course, that's why we wanted to start Twin City Squared was simply to to create more opportunities than were at some of the places at the Parkland College Productions, uh, the Station Theater, or Band, or Theater Company, um, to to provide uh, more outlets for people because uh, there's only a certain number of venues, a certain amount of time uh, that people have, and so people, you, we know people who want to be on stage when, and be in different things. Um, and so
1: providing that opportunity was really an important thing for me. I know that uh, both of us have obviously children that have moved on and gone to college, um, you know, in the, kind of in the uh, fields. Uh, of course, my oldest Chandra is going to Ball State for stage management and um I personally, what I feel a lot comes out of community theater is the education for, I think, kids and adults, you know, I mean, coming in, never, never building a set, never painting a set, never doing that, you know, you bring your kids in just because they want to do this, and you find out a lot of parents all of a sudden turn into you know, designers and crew and and stuff like that. And I mean, it's it's really cool to see them come in and work together with their kids. Let alone, you know, on your own. Oh yeah, there's such a sense of
0: accomplishment that everybody involved in the show has when when it when it finally goes up. Uh, from the actors and, and anybody working backstage, anybody who's painted the set. Uh, some of the, the paint jobs that I've seen on, on set flats in this community are just just shocks me. I remember when we were, when we did Legally Blonde at CETC, uh, the the bathroom paint job was just incredible. It was just, just more than, mm-hmm. than, than I could ever, I could ever ever imagine as the director where you simply say, you know, I kind of want it to look sort of like this, or maybe you could put, put a little stain over here, or this kind of color. And then to see somebody else take, what was your idea and give it life and then when you tell them how wonderful it was of course they're they're really pleased because they've been a volunteer they didn't have to do it um and, and it's sincere they really do a terrific a terrific job and they get that that feeling of accomplishment and community that you don't always get at it. your nine to five job uh, right people don't always they don't always pat you on the head and say you know Good job. Uh, maybe they'll give you a, a, a small bonus at, at, at the holiday time or something. But you know, you've seen these kids who never, who've never acted or been on stage, and the amount, you see them as they grow, uh, even during the course of rehearsals for a, for a kid show. And of course, I saw that in the Humpty Dumpty show, uh, watching these kids grow into their roles and their sense of pride in what they were uh, what they were doing. I should tell you, there was a we had this Humpty Dumpty. The, Humpty Dumpty is missing, and we have a, a private investigator interviewing all these nursery rhyme characters, including all the king's horses. So we had six, uh, I think six kids who were king's horses, and we divided up all the lines so that every every kid had one had at least three lines to say during during their scenes. But I told them that they were responsible for each other. So that if anybody missed a line, somebody else needed to say it, but give them, but give the first person a chance. And I think the second show, uh, one uh, nine year old girl was, she wasn't paying attention and her line came up and she didn't say it. Uh, and so one of the other, uh, horses did say the line and her head turned. Really quickly, and he glared, and she never missed a line again. Though, and she was paying so much, she was paying so much attention because she was waiting for somebody else to miss their line so that she could say it. And it was really, uh, really funny. Uh, but I've seen her go on, and she's 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 a terrific young lady. And I've seen her perform in high school shows, and uh, just to see that, uh, to see that, to see that growth. There's a there's a video of a young, young woman. One a contest in New York City, and and she's telling this story, and she pretends about how she did her first community theater audition when she was eight years old, and the music plays, and she steps to the microphone, she opens her mouth, and nothing comes out, oh, and she says, and she says, she says, it was not my first, not my second, but my third audition for the local community theater where I finally sang something, <laughs> and uh, but you know, she, but it caused her, to, it enabled her to grow into a person and, and have this um, ability and sense of sense of satisfaction. I mean, you and I know that, uh, and all the drama teachers will tell you that the training that people get in theater, in sense of character, understanding character, projection, and speaking and allocution, pays off in whatever career they go into down. Down the road, uh, mm-hmm. whether they're whether they're a lawyer or a banker or a doctor or an entrepreneur or you know any any aspect in life, they are able to project confidence and capabilities, uh, which makes them a success. And that's what community theater. Gives people that chance to hone those talents at any age. I mean, you and I—we've seen adults, you know, who who stumble on and they mumble their first lines, but after four or five weeks of rehearsal, they're they're beaming, they're glowing, they're hitting They're the they're marks. just
1: as good as the people that've been doing it forever. Well,
0: yeah, it just, it's just it's just it's just it's it's it's, it's eye opening. Uh, even even, when you, even though you see it all the time, uh, it becomes so mm-hmm. eye opening and. And then they take that and they take it to some other part of their life and, and just makes for a better life for them as well as, you know, people yeah. who are
1: watching it. All right. Well, we're getting close to, uh, we got four minutes left, which I can't believe already. Uh, maybe I should have picked a longer time than 30 minutes. Um, but after every show, uh, I do five random questions with my guest. So I got five questions for you, you need to answer. Uh, okay. and they're easy. <laughs> I hope. Uh, but let's go. Favorite Broadway show? Miss Saigon. Favorite show that you've directed? Uh, Legally Blonde. If you could pick your dream Phantom of the Opera, who would it be? Oh, geez.
0: Since I'm not really a big fan of Phantom of the Opera. <laughs>
1: well, it's the 30th anniversary, uh, over so I, I picked Col- that Col- one tonight. Call
0: Col- 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 Okay. Okay. <laughs> I uh, not Colby. Right. Colm Wilkinson. Colm Wilkinson. Colby Wilkinson. Yeah, that's
1: my favorite. All right. A show a community theater should never do. <laughs> no, oh. this the opinion. The opinions of the show, are don't reflect anybody else. So you're good.
0: No, I don't. I don't think there is anything that a community theater should not do. Honestly, I just, I think they should try them all.
1: alright Cool i I thought you were gonna belt out something right away that's that's awesome, awesome and
0: no i was not i was not, i was i was not going to say titanic okay
1: <laughs> that'll that'll be another show we'll have to we'll have to go on that one and the last one was was this as bad as you thought it was gonna be no oh good Whew, man Whew. all right well you got a chance to plug go ahead and plug your uh theater if you'd like since uh, I really can't so uh Go ahead and get a little time to plug what you'd like to plug. So uh, go ahead and do that. Uh,
0: Twin Cities Squared,
1: uh, producing cabarets and
0: plays and musicals in the Shambana area. Uh, We'll be having our second uh, year and season coming up. Uh, We're working on some really interesting shows, we think, a variety of materials. I think one of the first things we're probably going to be doing is a, a a Broadway backwards cabaret, uh, oh, awesome. possibly a benefit, and we're also involved in uh, Rod Sickler's A Christmas Carol, which will be at the City Center in uh, December. We're assisting uh, Rod Sickler uh, Red, Hot and Blue, Red Hot Productions in that, which is going to be a terrific family show. Uh, uh, they did last year, and it was a it was a big success, and it should be even a bigger success this year.
1: Yeah, we're excited about it. Garth, thanks so much. I really appreciate you jumping on. I'm sure I'll probably grab you uh, some other times to uh, chat with us, but uh, I really appreciate it on the first one coming on and, and talking about uh, community theater and your uh, your views on it. Thanks so much, dude. I appreciate it. Bye. Bye. That was Garth Gersten, and he was um, the executive director for Twin City Square and uh, my partner, uh, so I want to let that out now. Of course, I'm uh, the acoustic, acoustic artistic director of Twin City Squared here in Champaign. So we're getting ready to run it down here, but I want to thank everybody. If you're listening, thank you. If you're not listening, listen next week or tell people to listen. Uh, and we'll be back next Monday with another show. Uh, just keep watching Facebook uh, under um, the Green Room Two T W O, or on Twitter, use guys ent. Y-O-U-Z-G-U-Y-Z-E-N-T, and uh, check us out. But, again, thanks so much to everybody out there who was listening, and we are out of here, and we will see you next week in the Green Room. Have a great night, everybody. Go Cubs!